Hi, I'm Dr. Michelle Corral, and I'm here today to give you a word from the Lord because you are so precious to God. But first, before we begin today's teaching, I want to welcome you. And also for those of you that are joining us for the first time, I want to invite you to go to our website at mydayofdestiny.com. There you can see and hear all of our podcasts. You can select any podcast you choose and listen to it and add to your spiritual curriculum and add to your library and experience the wealth of wisdom that God wants to give you for your ministry, for your destiny, for your place, for your position. Now, beloved saints, let's go to the Word of God. Hello, dear people. I'm Dr. Michelle Corral, and I want to ask you a question. Have you ever asked the question, like most of us, Dear God, why am I going through the things that I'm going through when I'm serving you, when I'm doing everything in my power possible to please you, to serve you? Why is this happening to me? Well, beloved saints, so often we associate our trials and tribulations with an indictment from God. And is that really what's happening here? I want to show you a supernatural secret hidden in God's word that is going to show you why God allows trials and tribulations in our lives. First of all, Paul, the apostle, encourages us and he tells us something so powerful that is so meaningful to every trial and tribulation in our lives. He said in the book of Romans, the eighth chapter, the 28th verse, all things work together for good to those who love God and are called according to his purpose. So I want you to know in Romans chapter eight, where the Bible says all things work together for good to those who love God and are the called according to his purpose means that no matter what happens, even through a test, God will make sure that it will turn to your best. Let me take it up one more notch so that you can be fully confident that this crisis is going to turn around and that God is going to use every bit of pain in your life toward profit in the kingdom of God, because God is a God who doesn't waste any sorrows. I want you to know, dear people of God, that the Bible tells us so clearly when we look at the word test. The Bible says in Genesis 22, and God did test Abraham. This word test is a word in Hebrew, nasion. And nasion is a word that has two powerful words hidden in it. That when we look at the word, we can receive comfort when we understand this word nasion and the Hebrew words that are hidden in this word, then we can have direction for our destiny, not fear, not worry about what's ahead, but know that God has already given us confidence that this crisis is going to be over and that he's going to use the test for our best. Every bit of tribulation will be used for divine multiplication of God's will in our lives. So first, we want to look at this word, nasion. Nasion begins with its hidden in its word, in its in the word, is the word nasa. And the word nasa 
is where we get NASA in English. The word that we use for the launching of spacecraft into the sky. Why? Because when you're going through a trial, it is not focusing. Heaven is not focusing on the fact that we're going through so much tribulation. Heaven has a divine design that this tribulation is meant for elevation. That's the meaning of nasa in the word nasion, test in Hebrew. So you are going to be elevated, not just elevated in the sense, hey, I'm going up higher. Praise God. God's bringing me to the next level. But no, you're going to be rocketed. You are going to be launched. This trial is God's platform to launch you into the next level of blessing and promotion in your life. Secondly, hidden in the word nasion is not only the word nasa, which means to elevate, but we're also going to see the word nasia, which literally means to go forward. You see, let's look at this from scripture. If we look at the Bible teaching us about Isaac, Isaac went through some of the most grievous trials in the land of the Philistines because he obeyed God. Had he done his own thing and not obeyed God, he actually could have jeopardized the entire inheritance of the Abrahamic covenant. But God told him, Abide in this land and I will bless you because it was during a time of a famine and Isaac wanted to leave the land. But God said, abide in this land and I will bless you. A place of famine, God, you're going to bless me. A place, a place of trial, God, you're going to bless me. And to ask me, God, to stay in a place where people do not like me or my father, Abraham. You see, the Philistines had stopped up the wells that Abraham had dug. But God told Isaac, abide in this land and I will be with you. And the Bible tells us that he obeyed. He dwelt in Gerar, which was at the time the capital of the Philistines, not the same Philistines that we see in 1 Samuel. These are more, um, more like not the Canaanite nations, but they're not the warlike people that we see in first Samuel. Now I want you to understand the Bible says, and Isaac sowed in the land and he reaped in the same year, a hundredfold from obeying God in a time of famine. He reaped a tremendous miracle. And what does the Bible say? The Bible says, and the man waxed great and went forward until he became very great. You see, trials are designed by God for you to go forward, not only to elevate you, but to push you into your predestined place, to push you into a place you never thought you'd be in God, a place of blessing. The Bible says we went through fire and we went through flood, but you brought us through to a wealthy place.
Now, beloved saints, let's go to the service in your Belinda and let's see what God is promising us. I today want to pray for you, no matter what you're going through in this life, God has got a blessing for you. He is going to bless you. He is going to turn it around for you. And I want you to know that this test is for your best. Now, let's go live to the service in your Belinda. And I'll be right back to pray for you and to see what God is saying to you through this message. Thank you. 
Thank you for joining us today. You mean so much to us. And of course, the reason we're here is first of all, to teach you the word of God and to make a way for the stepping stones of destiny to be revealed in your life that God has presented through the blueprint of breakthrough in his word. But today, beloved, before we close this program, I want to give you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life, no matter who you are, even if you've been to church your entire life and you feel that you're a good person, did you know you can be a good person and go to church your entire life and still miss heaven? Because why? Because we must be born again. Born again is not about religion. Being born again is about receiving Christ in relationship. So today I'm not offering you religion. I'm offering you relationship. To know Jesus, to have him in our heart, because you see, it's not our works. It's not our righteousness. It's his righteousness. And today you can be made the righteousness of God in Christ. You can stand before God with sins forgiven. You can stand before Jesus Christ on judgment day with total peace, knowing that your sins are forgiven and that he has made you a complete new creation. That's what this season of Easter, Good Friday and Passover is all about. This is about becoming a new creation in Christ Jesus. Passover is the foreshadowing when Egypt ended and the children of Israel came out of Egypt and they became a new nation. I want you to know you can leave Egypt today. You can leave the pain of your past. You can leave sin, darkness, and addictions right now at the foot of the cross. You see, beloved, receiving Jesus in your heart, making him the Lord of your life means making him your best friend, making him your closest companion, making him your closest family member. Because now when you receive him as savior, you have his blood as, as a member of his family. And you can do this now by receiving Jesus Christ in your heart as your savior. Would you say this prayer with me? Say it with me now. Say, Lord Jesus, I want to be a Christian. I want sins forgiven. On this Easter, during this Passover, and on this Good Friday, I want to be a new creation. I receive you right now in my heart as my personal Savior. Wash me clean from my sins. And Lord Jesus, I ask you that you would make me a new creature in Christ. By faith, I receive the gift of grace. And by faith, I receive the, the call and the anointing to become the righteousness of God in Christ. Amen and amen. And now for those of you who would like to partner with us in our worldwide Hesed outreach for the poorest of the poor, you can do that at mydayofdestiny.com or 
you can also text to give through Hesed. That is Hesed, C-H-E-S-E-D, and text it to 77977. Thank you for joining us today on this podcast. I'm Dr. Michelle Corral, and we'll see you very soon.